bubble. Hi, Conwin. Hi, Conwin. <laughs> Hello. I was like, <laughs> welcome to the bonfire, Conwin. Thank you. It's so good to be back. It's so cozy in here. <laughs> we love it. I just want to let you know that you are very, very popular among our listeners. So, listeners, thank you for loving her as much as we love thank her. Thank you. It makes those makes yeah. those extra soaps something we look forward to very much. So very much. Yeah. And we love it. Uh-oh. Don't make her cry. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We are excited. I'm excited to talk about Sagittarius season because my mommy is a Sagittarius. <gasps> Dada's a Sagittarius. Happy birthday, Dada. your mom was. Thank you. Yeah. My yeah. mommy's birthday is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Oh, my god. Sometimes it's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, well, mine's never on Thanksgiving, but so she's a November baby, right? She's November 28th. Wow. I'm a December 1st. Yeah. We're really close. Yeah. In age. Well, I think in age. Oh, no, no not in age. She's older than you. Oh, yeah. Okay. But in birthdays. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a Sagittarius. Woo! Sag season is fun season. Hello, Sagittarians out there. Oh, my gosh. I have some very close Sagittarians in my life as well. My sister being one, my, my dear mentor uh, being another who I just adore and of Detta, of course, you. So, like, happy birthday to all my Sagas out there. It's it's time for your season, your moment. My fire sign is our back in, like, let's light the bonfires, baby. <laughs> let's do it. Yes. It's bonfire season, too. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, it's always bonfire season. Let's just be honest. Anyway. Fair point. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. So, should I just jump into this? <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. The, I think everyone, it. if you've been listening to any of the extrasodes um, that I've been doing in the past, you know we're kind of building, building, building toward lots of new energy. Sag season, I'm happy to say, brings a, a big old dose of optimism and hope, I think, that we're going to feel. So that's going to be nice. Yeah, I think everyone take a brief sigh of relief because <laughs> it's been, a, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a heck month. Like, oh my gosh, like yeah, lots of, I mentioned explosive energy in the last episode and I was like, oh, I made a hit the nail on the head a little hard on that one. So at least for me personally, Yikes, but yeah. hopefully you guys are all doing okay out there and, um, yeah, I can just jump in to Sag season. But of course, as we've had uh, as a trend for the last couple of seasons, we do have a big lunar transit setting us up for this season. At the time we're recording this, uh, it hasn't happened yet. But I think by the time this episode goes out, we'll have had the lunar eclipse in Taurus on November 19th. So big, big, big transit. <laughs> I am so excited for the lunar eclipse. I don't know why, but well, I that's am. good. Well, so, you've got some Taurus yeah. energy and you data. So that probably makes sense. You're probably connecting with that that's that's totally on board um so i've got that taurus moon it, you baby. do too i know that's right both of you guys so like manifest like yes <laughs> so this full moon is be for doing, you guys I'm be, for all my tauruses i'm gonna be doing those money spells yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> money is actually a big theme i think we're going to be getting into for both the next two seasons i'll touch on that a little later as well but in the last episode, I talked a bit about the explosive energy of Uranus. But just to reiterate, Uranus has been in Taurus now for a while. It's going to be there for a couple more years, but it's really a shake up. It's the tower card energy. It's that lightning in a bottle. It strikes with inspiration. Sometimes it's, oh God, everything's changing and I wasn't ready for it. And sometimes it's like, oh, I have the best idea. So letting like the ideas flow in and noticing, do you get a spark? Do you get an upset, a, a sudden shift, a sudden change? Be kind of ready for that if that's something that makes you uncomfortable. All right. All right. We're ready. We're ready for those planets. Okay. And 
Sag is our beloved centaur of the Zodiac. They are adventurous. They're brave. They're some of the bluntest people I know. Love you, Dada. <laughs> they're expansive. Um, they see the big picture like no other sign does, does because they're ruled by Jupiter. They see that whole giant big picture and they're able to take it all in and soak it all in and go like, yes, I can work with this, which is super cool. They are big fun, big fun times. Um, they are about experiencing life to the fullest. They are no less than ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is like a bajillion times the size of Earth. <laughs> it is huge. It is one of our biggest planets out there. And he has no fear about being just as big and as loud and as fun as he wants to be. Sometimes getting us in trouble, but for the most part, I was it's a just going to say, yeah. <laughs> yes, I've had my share of trouble. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> but be, be loud, be proud, Sagittarians. Do you do your thing because your truth and your honesty is one of the best things about you. Um, it's just, can we handle it? Can the rest of the Zodiac handle the truth, essentially, is what the question comes down to. But a lot of times I feel like uh, Sagittarian energy is very like childlike innocent and that they're just saying it how it is. They go into it with an open mind. They're excited. They're optimistic. They're hopeful. And whatever they, whatever comes out of their mouth, it's really not meant to offend people. They're not melodramatic. It's about this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. Here we are. Let's move on. And so taking it personally is probably one of the worst things you can do. And I've learned this the hard way. <laughs> Because these people just say it how it is. But but fellow Sagittarians, we can learn discernment. We can learn. One of the big lessons, of course, for Sagittarian Sagittarius is learning tact, learning grace, also learning yes. not to be so impatient and to take the time, soak in the details. Again, they're great big picture folks, but sometimes those nitty gritty yeah. details are just so boring. They want to move on. <laughs> Give me the final yeah. result, right? You know. So yeah, um, yeah. Impatience is a daily. <laughs> <laughs> and overexpansiveness, yeah. okay. overexaggeration can be cool. another thing to watch out for. But again, I mean, mm -hmm. these people, they're flexible. They're extraordinarily passionate. Um, they can be very attached to their causes and to the story of their life or their life's journey. Um, they're very ambitious, sometimes to a fault. <laughs> they're optimistic, sometimes to a fault. <laughs> I have a bit of this energy in myself, too. So I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> uh, they're, sponta uh, they're spontaneous. So sometimes they throw our fixed signs for a loop there. Um, and they love sharing in the experience of life with others. And they don't want to miss a darn thing. The FOMO is real with these people. <laughs> so, you know, they, they're like, oh, let's spend all the money, do all the things, have the big experience. This is the one time we get to do this. And you're like, are you sure about that? Should we be doing all the things? Yes. The answer for them is always yes. Experience life to the fullest. So, that was a lot of the fun stuff about my Sagas out there. Again, happy birthday to you guys out there. We are going to talk a little bit about the shadow side for a second, though, because right after we enter Sagittarius season, we do have the sun and the Mercury going across the south node, which for everybody is in Sagittarius and has been for the last year. So let's talk a little bit about what that, that might bring, because that's kind of diving yeah. into the shadow. So with the sun and Mercury going over and they're basically conjunct. They're really, really close together. So that kind of combines our soul with our with our mouth, <laughs> with our mind. Okay. So we can become very high-minded. We can become very overconfident in ourselves. Um, Self-righteous is another thing Sagittarian can fall into. So being careful that you are not finding yourself, I'm right and they're wrong, right? This is, this is oh. what I believe and this has to be the truth. And Sagittarius is all about the truth. But their truth might look different from somebody else's truth. And if you're standing in 
in your truth, that's all well and good. Just recognize you're not going to necessarily sway the whole rest of the world, even though you believe so firmly that it's right. So it's just a time to be cognizant of, okay, I might be confronted with some other ideas right now, and it might make me defensive. It might make me upset. So what can you do? Tap into the higher side of Gemini, which is get curious, research both sides, be open and flexible to a different scenario. Um, even if you don't walk away believing it, that's okay. No one's meant to change your opinion necessarily. It's just reminding yourself, this is a collaboration. We are a community and not to get so self-absorbed in whatever it is you're going through that you're missing, you know, the details and the subtleties of human experience. So this also is a time where we might, <laughs> we had all those beautiful goals and things set up and life journey set up with that lunar eclipse we just had. But at this point, it might be easy for us to go, well, yeah, that's a lot of work, though. And I'm ready for my attention to be elsewhere. That fleeting attention span that Sagittarius has that says, I want to get to the end of the picture. So just keep in Why mind. You know me so well. <laughs> Astrology doesn't lie. <laughs> it blows my mind every day. I'm like always like, how does this work so well, though? I don't. I say these things <sighs> and they resonate more than I think they will. Uh, so that fleeting attention span, just keep in mind that like right at the beginning of Sag season, you might kind of be like, you know, that was a great idea, but I'm kind of in the mood for something else. You can take that as it comes. You can always jump back on the bandwagon or you can fight against that within yourself and try to rise to the occasion, do the work necessary. You know, again, <laughs> give the attention to things that, that need the attention to keep your life in balance. But if some stuff goes by the wayside, don't be surprised <laughs> and just jump back on later. Forgive yourself. Give yourself mm -hmm. some grace. Uh, the one thing I was going to mention, this is a, a kind of a quote by Rick Levine, who's one of my favorite astrologers. He mentioned the idea of how if I'm right and you're wrong, or if a side loses, then both sides lose. So if there's a, oh. it, which I really, really appreciate in this instance, because while it might feel like, yes, our side won and the other side loses, that loss is going to breed and cause issues that will cause both sides to have lost. I'm like kind of making a mess of this, but like <laughs> basically. Wow. I, I wonder if there's something we can look at in the world today that points <laughs> out that very fast. I don't know. We'll have to search really hard to see if we can see right. that example somewhere. Your, um, <clears throat> your sarcasm is showing. <laughs> Here, let me tag that back in. <laughs> I think this can probably resonate with a lot of people right now. The need for that, like, again, high side of Gemini, that collaboration, that, okay, mm -hmm. I am going to look at all sides of this picture. I'm going to research the other side, get curious about the other side, and realizing that if one side is completely dominating the other, then everybody loses. Mm -hmm. Right. So just keeping that in mind during this time, we may see that play out and in the bigger world, right, in politics globally right. um, and just be aware of that. And remember that within your own life, too, whether it be with a friend or a family member or a relationship, that it's about collaboration and tapping into that high side. But we might get tempted sorely or just, you know, at the end of our rope at that point <laughs> into the lower side of yeah. Sagittarius. So just have some grace with yourself and grace with others. Okay, so oh, great advice. <laughs> so I many guess. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so this brings us beautifully into the solar eclipse that we're going to have in Sagittarius in on December 3rd. This will be at 11:43 p.m., so really late. Um probably 
bright and early in the morning on the next day, December 4th for our East Coast folks, this is a great time to release whatever that shadow side is. So we kind of experience that conflict, that obstacle within ourselves, and then we can work on letting it go with this beautiful eclipse. Although I I do realize, I I forgot to mention Jupiter. Heck, let's go backwards a little bit because we have Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I want to make a note about Thanksgiving because this has helped me enormously process Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, of course, in the United States has a very, well, (laughs) a very Mm. colorful past that I think can cause a lot of people to really have a hard time wanting to celebrate this holiday or resonating Mm -hmm. with this holiday. So I like to look at it from an astrologer's point of view and call it Jupiter's Day. And here's why. Oh, I like it. It's always on a Thursday, which is named after the god Thor, right? And so, and Mm -hmm. he in astrology is the equivalent of Jupiter. So he's all about abundance, overindulgence, hanging out with family, having a good time. And what is Thanksgiving all about, people? (laughs) It's about having a great time with family. So I call it Jupiter's Day, personally. And I love celebrating with family in a way that's really reminding me of my gratitude, giving thanks, once again, kind of like we do in Mabon. And so you know, tapping into that fun, jubilant side of Jupiter for Thanksgiving and letting that be the story might be a little easier to, you know, actually enjoy the holiday. At least it has been for me. And again, I always like the idea that we have a holiday for Jupiter and we get to just be kind of the big fun uncle of the Zodiac and just hang out with our folks and be like, okay, we're going to just overindulge and have a nice time. (laughs) So I channel that spirit for Thanksgiving personally. Of course, keeping note of and being respectful of the history that, of course, that holiday has with this country. That gives it a little more joy for me personally. And again, we get to celebrate Jupiter, which isn't such a bad thing at all. Everybody wins. (laughs) So I love that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to at least mention that because Jupiter is our ruler this month. Uh, But as I'm going to go back, so he's the ruler of that solar eclipse that I mentioned. And that's going to happen about a week later. So, again, any remaining issues regarding that south node um, in Sagittarius, so that period of time where we might be feeling a little self-righteous, if something's happened Mm -hmm. that... You're like, I need to move on from, I need a new beginning, I need a new story. That is a great day to manifest that. So keep track of like what's been going on, especially around Thanksgiving. And if you feel the need for a new beginning, that is a wonderful time to do that. Of course, the solar eclipse is, again, about releasing, about banishment, about letting go. So letting go of those tendencies. Also, um, we have some really cool, really, really lovely aspects between Mars and Venus, Mars and Pluto. So reclaiming your personal power, your financial power, whatever may be getting in the way of you having a healthy, good self-esteem. That's another really great way to work on that new beginning. So really, again, reclaiming your power. What's standing in your way? What are you putting in your own way, whether mentally or physically and or spiritually? And how can you move beyond that, banish that, release that in order to go on your new journey? Uh, Just some notes about the solar eclipse. (laughs) All right. Uh, We are nearing the wrap up. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Thank you, guys. I know this one's long winded. This one's a little more jubilant. Like (laughs) it. Well, this is I love how long I I don't feel like they're long winded. I love how long they are. So I'm just going to. And again, if you ever want to interrupt me, please. With a question. It's nice to have jubilant instead of somber for a minute. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Not that you're all doom and gloom. Just like 
the planets have been kind it of has no have absolutely been. yeah it's been t- i mean i've tried to be as optimistic yeah. as i can and like helpful but it's been I tough think you've succeeded thank you yeah. yeah it's not an easy job and you're doing it great thank you very much <laughs> you guys are so sweet cool we're jumping back in here we go so the ruler of sag as i've said uh, throughout this whole thing is jupiter and he's in the last degrees of aquarius pretty much this whole time he's been there since late july so this whole mm. season again tapping into that abundant optimistic happy you know, um, (laughs) joyful, bouncy energy of Jupiter is, I think, really something that the Sagittarius season calls us to do. Uh, You know, all of the death and doom and gloom of of Scorpio season, no offense to my Scorpios, because you guys make that look sexy and awesome. But (laughs) all of of the leaves have fallen. And now we can see straight through the trees, we can see the distances that we want to go. And Jupiter is about saying, yes, you can make it, you can go there. So when it's in Aquarius, it is about our big dreams, our big morals that we have and shaping those and crafting what it is that we truly believe in our hearts. And then because it's an Aquarius, it's around the way perhaps humanity should be or we we wish to see humanity act or behave. Mm-hmm. Um, so be, again, careful not to let the shadow side of Sagittarius kind of take this into an extreme because we can have some really strong ideas about what people are supposed to be doing and acting like. But really thinking about your place within a larger picture, a larger collective is something that you know, Jupiter is calling all of us to do. So that can go into your goals around the new moon. If you like during that solar eclipse, that might show itself in Thanksgiving. If you're, you know, with people and you're going, what is my place here? Jupiter's calling us to ask those questions and and seek answers. So, you know, seek answers with grace and remember to give yourself grace as well as others. But that, you know, that's, that's what Jupiter is all about. It's about solidifying those beliefs. So um, he's kind of running the show this whole month, and that's why this whole month and this whole uh, season of Sagittarius, which is why there's this optimism to it. There's the good luck charm to it. Jupiter is our big good luck charm of the zodiac, of the planets out there. So that's kind of nice. So a little bit of a change of subject, but we're going to, this is also really an important aspect to this whole next couple of months, actually. So Venus has actually moved into uh, Capricorn and it's going to be there until early March. So I wanted to touch on this because around the idea of good luck and optimism and all of these beautiful sextiles we have at the end of this month, there's a really great time to look at your business, look at your money, look at your relationships and try to improve those. This is a time to ask for what you want, what you deserve. Uh, This is a time to solidify like what it is you believe you are worth and to go after those things with as much ambition as you want. It's going to take hard work to get there, right? Because Venus being in Capricorn. uh, Yeah. Not us launching a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) No, that doesn't resonate at all. What What? do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's a lot. I mean, no matter what, these things take a lot of work. And Venus being Capricorn says, I am ready to climb the mountain step by step. I am ready to reach the top. Uh, and so Venus has been out of bounds recently. So that might have gotten us like really excited about a dream or maybe has blown up a few relationships here and there or perhaps money things have Oof. exploded. That personally has happened to me recently. So hopefully again, you guys are doing okay out there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so are you doing okay? Yes. <laughs> We've had some home repairs okay. that have come up and it's like cool we're gonna have a kid uh, and now we need a new oven like awesome oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> 
<laughs> things like that. So, you know, it's it's surprising like that, but it's also Venus yeah. being out of bounds. She's she's a little wild. She doesn't want to be reined in. She's like, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to do this thing because I'm going to make you work for the resolution and and the money you need to get there. But Venus being Thanks, there Venus. is great. Um, again, she's going to be there until March. So we've got a wow. long time of this. She's going to go into retrograde. She's going to pass over Pluto three times in the next few <sighs> months, which is wild. <laughs> a lot of stuff getting brought up again. And again, this is not just about money. You can make that your, your mission, your goal throughout this transit. You can channel that energy there. But it can also be in regards to your value, your self-esteem, your relationships mm-hmm. with others. It's what we love, what we cultivate, what we covet, what we desire, um, what we want. So think about those things. I think no matter what, those those items are probably going to be coming up for us, especially around the holidays. You know, the question of what is it we really need? What is it we really want? Especially with the consumerism in this you know world right now and getting into the holiday season. What is it that actually makes the holiday season like meaningful? These are really good questions to ask yourself. And if you're finding yourself like, I want better, I want more, I deserve more, or perhaps I want something different. Capricorn is also about tradition too. So it might be holiday traditions or traditional values coming up and wanting to reconnect with those things that's this is a great period of time to do this and then set this the work necessary in order to get what it is you want and work toward that in the new year as well so lots lots of (laughs) I think planning and moving wanting to move forward it may feel it sometimes because of the nature of the transits that we're taking two steps forward one step back we want things mm. to happen again, that impatience of Sagittarius. Like we want it to happen now. We want the goal now. But remember, you are also channeling that Capricorn energy, that mountain goat energy. It's going to take one step at a time to the top of the mountain. Things are happening as they are meant to happen in divine timing. So roll with it. Be flexible and work toward what you deserve. And you probably deserve more than you think you deserve. And hopefully Venus crossing over Pluto is going to show all of us that. Show us all where hmm, maybe I've been getting in my own way mentally or emotionally like stunting myself and where do I need to work on so I can feel like you know like I deserve an abundant life because you do you're the creator of your destiny you deserve to have what makes you happy you deserve to be happy so Venus is here to remind us that and help us do the hard work necessary to get there so can I offer a tiny insight of course yes please the goat you mentioned that little goat the mountain goat and I think it's worth I a connection I made that I think is worth saying something about is uh, mountain goats can get to the places that nobody else can get to. And so even if your dream or your goal seems like really difficult, the mountain goat can get there. They don't care about gravity. <laughs> they don't care about footholds. They don't care. They'll get there. That's really inspiring to me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So thank you for bringing that up. Of course. That's the perfect. I mean, yes, thank you for like sitting on that. And we'll, of course, talk about that more in Capricorn season, too. But I think we can all be taking in that energy of of the mountain goat and, you know, defying gravity, literally, (laughs) you know, with this. And I think it's worth it to say if you are going through a rough period, the holidays can be a very hard time for people. And if you feel Mm -hmm. like there's there's not a way out of this to go and listen to people, find the stories that do inspire you because 
we are all a collective humanity. We go through very traumatic and difficult times together and find the stories that inspire you and remind you that you can get through this. You can make it through even the highest loftiest goals or perhaps something you don't think is possible. It is possible. And there are people out there to support you. I will say something on that. I'll, I'll jump on that bandwagon is I know this sounds so much more simpler than it is, but I'm going to say it anyway. Put your focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Mm. And in reverse, it will take care of what you don't want. <laughs> and and I just, I, I hopped on a bandwagon yesterday and something because I came to the defense of a friend and I, and I found myself going, oh, I, I went to the other side of what I didn't want. My energy was <laughs> not very tactful <laughs> and very angry and a little bit rageful. I don't know. I said what I thought, and then I went, okay. And I just felt them go, ooh, Detta, you're, you're, you're really a little bit too angry for me. I went, ah, no, no, no. Okay, what I really want is blah, blah, blah for this person. I want – and then she was like, oh, yeah, that is that is what I want. <laughs> Playing the objective of what you don't yeah. want is not interesting. Play- and it also doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Like, you can't get to your objective if you're yeah. only focusing on what you don't want from the other person. Yeah. You have to focus on what you do want. And that can be really hard, yeah. especially if relation with money and everything. Like, it can be so easy – to look at all of the things you don't have yep and instead to focus on the things that you do want can feel it's difficult it's a really difficult thing so i just think that was really great what you said and and it reminds us to keep reframing gotta reframe keep reframing so thank you conowen Wow. Of course. I mean, and this is manifestation 101, it right? Totally like is. and this is so great. It totally yes. is. <laughs> and Venus is telling us you are worth it, girl, like or or dude or whoever is out there like, you know, <laughs> alien, you are so worth this. Like, get it, you know? And and yeah, I think Venus is one of those really powerful uh, personal planets and her going through this transformation in Capricorn um and it you know, it, we may even see this really mirrored within our own lives as well as globally economically right now of mm-hmm. course the economy of the united states is i think causing a lot of people to question again things that they that they want that they need that they covet or maybe something different something better something more meaningful so you know take your cues from wherever you want to take them but just remember you are worth it and it's possible to go after it yeah. and again be that little mountain goat you can defy gravity like I get up it. there <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, a lot of astrologers, I think, have been looking at this month of November, December, leading up to what something I've been talking about, which is the big Saturn-Uranus square happening next month. This happens at the very beginning of the next season of Capricorn. It's it's a trying time, but I really feel like it's shaping us and it's molding us into what we need to be for this next phase. And that can be scary. That can be very overwhelming. Um, we can get caught off guard. But really, the ultimate, you know, message in this is that... We're going after a future that is worthy of who we are and we are worthy of so much. We we deserve to be happy. And so take advantage of this time. Use this energy toward your benefit. It's not meant to to push you into a hole and make you feel less than. It's meant to grow you and shape you. And that is the hardest, one of the hardest journeys we can go for, but one of the most rewarding for sure. So I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it, Conway. What Thank a you. Sagittarius season. Woohoo! 
Are Indeed. there um, any other special <laughs> dates we should look out for? Uh, so I think I gave a couple of them, and I'd be happy to go over them if that's helpful, because I know I've I went through real fast today. My Sagittarian mouth was going. <laughs> I've got a November 19th for that lunar transit. Uh-huh. 11.21 yep. is when Sagittarius begins. All right, party time. Yep. <laughs> and that 12.3, there is a solar eclipse. Yes, and that's Sagittarius, exactly. We don't have a lot of planetary movement happening during this season. Um, Mars will be moving into Sagittarius, which just sort of emphasizes everything. That'll be on November 4th, sorry, excuse me, December 14th. Um, But for the most part, a lot of the planets are sort of, I feel like they're kind of wrapping up their story in some cases, like Jupiter in, um, like Jupiter's going to be in Aquarius. They're kind of wrapping up the story of, okay, this is what your, your journey, your passage has been. That's what it's looked like. Now we're moving into this new phase. And Capricorn season is packing a whole lot of punches. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but this is great. Yes. Terrific. Wow. And we'll talk about that next month. Indeed. Thanks so much, Conowin. So excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> always a treat to see your little face. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you about Capricorn yeah. season. Oh, my gosh. Buckle up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but enjoy this uh, season of abundance and, and <laughs> enjoy Sagittarius season. Have fun with it. It's meant to be that optimistic light at the end of the tunnel. Go for it. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Until our next regularly scheduled episode, everyone, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at Bonfire Babble Podcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also, hooray, on TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! It's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.